Keep talking, buddy. Keep talking. You don't. I like your ski goggles, by the way. He looks like he's having a blast. Um, welcome everybody in show 20. We have a special guest with us tonight, Jake. So we have myself. How fucking phenomenal. Welcome. Well, we went from two people on the podcast to four in one week. So that's pretty that's fucking crazy. great. Yeah, I did hear that Josh has a problem with actually showing up to his own <laughs> podcast, man. That's kind of Ladies tough. and gentlemen, I am back home. Okay. It is, I am here to bless your ears with my presence and fuck both of you actually that's ah, all yes. that's all we've ever wanted and more is your presence in our life i know yes. and unfortunately it's just been a rough um 16 weeks so <laughs> i'm gonna have to <laughs> i'm gonna have to ask for a, a nice soft pass if you don't mind our fan jj oh and jj if you're listening to this fuck you and your um, fucking chickens or whatever type of animals you have and dude i like jj he's a cool dude JJ's my boss now. Can we all give him? Congratulations, hey. JJ. Congratulations, my guy. Please fire Tyler. Please, please, yes, please, just put me out of my misery. I can collect unemployment. The next. Oh time wait, yeah, no, my... we don't want to let him do that. Never mind. <laughs> I forget. No, Make him quit. Mom. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not paying Tyler's ass, paycheck. Listen, they don't even want to oh. pay Tyler's paycheck. I know. That's why I refuse to. <laughs> Oh, Tyler, man. if you if you get fired from your job, I'm just gonna not pay taxes. Hey Tyler, let, so funny. everybody's doing the... <laughs> no chance of this money going to you. No chance. <laughs> You're not getting my tax dollars. Yeah, not mine either. I'm sorry, man. So Tyler, how's your call off game been? Um, you know, my call off game has been on point. We actually were supposed to have a performance review coming up. They made us fill out this paper, and they said. Uh, how do you rate yours? And I rated it as average because I would say it is pretty average. <laughs> average. I, would, I would like to chime in and say um, I have probably called off of work more than Tyler has in the last few months. So I, I, my problem is when I call off, I call off. Of, I personally call off a lot as well. So, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a whole thing. <laughs> I, I hey, hey, being a 1099 employee important. is pretty great. I, I, it lows. They talked to me a lot about my attendance. I'm pretty sure I had the most call offs in like the whole like Marion stores like lifetime. Cause she said, man, you're getting up there. You're almost to 23, I think, right before I quit. And I made a joke. I was like, man, you should get me like a LeBron jersey or something. And they did not think that was funny. <laughs> they like they were they were not having a good time with me calling off 23 times, but it'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. They don't, awesome. they don't we know gotta... pure comedy gold. We get 120 yeah. vacation hours, right, from January. You're negative the guys in the bank? Shift is at 90. He's at 90 out of 100. <laughs> it's April. And it's April. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's big tough. So if they fire him at this point, they're losing money. Um, I calculated probably three or four weeks ago. Uh, of course, this doesn't include the recent call-offs, but I was at 16 days since the beginning of the year. That I've called off of work and just, or took half day or whatever. And I cannot, honestly. Man, it looks like you're going to blow my 23 out of the water. Maybe I should just should not have talked about it because I think you're just going <laughs> to destroy me this year. It's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, how many, how many times can you call off and not get fired? <laughs> well, when you for, you, fire no, for you, for you, it don't like... count. 
old 1099. 1099, you get to make your own hours, right? Yep, yep. Middle management. Middle, yeah. I would say... Is it upper middle because you have your own little firm? Well, but he's back down in the middle because he's not tall enough to be in the upper middle. Right. Now, so to me, my vacation hours that I provide employees, that is 100% just superficial on paper for me. I can take whatever time off I want. I, I'll go sit in the, oh, this is awkward, isn't it? Um, anybody else see that countdown up there? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what is that? What is that? <laughs> well, uh, so that's uh, that's that's coming full circle to that credit card conversation, <laughs> uh, you, which are uh, I, I'm broke. You, I'm actually no, neg. I, I'm in the neg. So so um, yeah. hold on. We have, we have to. Okay, to our viewers, we're in the middle of this call. Josh and Nick were in the call for about forty minutes before I got myself. <laughs> that's not, that's actually and, not true. It was only uh, like ten, but yeah. Um, okay. So, so now there's there's a pop up on Nick's screen that says, "Running out of time. This meeting will end in ten minutes. Upgrade <laughs> now to remove the forty minute timer." With that being said, let's so we uh, have this timer let's, going off the top of the. Let's pause real quick, and I'll give you my credit card information to put in real quick. New credit card. Um, big should, should I hit stop or let Tyler edit this? Uh, you're gonna. Oh, definitely let Tyler edit it because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it in. And then just hit credit pause. card information and all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do a yeah. Let, let me know when you hit pause so I can read it off to you. Can um, I get your social security number. How long have we no, been sir. in here? Uh, well, so we have been in here for 33 minutes. <laughs> no, 32 no, minutes and 40 seconds. Recording. Oh, probably 12 minutes. 12? We'll start, 12 we'll start minutes. Let me know when you stop so I can get this to you. Oh, you actually literally want me to stop this recording yeah. right now. Yeah, because I... Cause otherwise... <laughs> Got it. And we're back. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know how I'm going to do that. I might just put a little snippet in and said, hey... This happened. God, just do like Here's the te- technical <laughs> issues. You it's know all what, good. You know, it's, you know what makes it even better? You guys have not had any problems, and then on the f- this would be the probably the fifty second day of being <laughs> past due. It kicks us out. Yeah, they gave us a really big grace period, which I super appreciated. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you appreciated that because they just kept charging the bill. They said, "Oh, you want this back? <laughs> you pay for it. You're still using it. You're paying for it." They're like, "We got gotcha, you, no matter what you think." I don't know if you knew this, but minutes aren't free. Okay? <laughs> Time costs money, bitch. Now hand it over. Yeah. Could you imagine point. if this if this was like a prepaid service? Like, you know, you have to pay by the minute that you utilize, like a phone card. Yeah, yeah. we would have been wrecked. Okay, but can you imagine getting by your now, ass yeah. ripped by your boss <laughs> and that happening? Like the meeting just cutting out because you hit your forty-minute timer at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no joke. I was trying to log in to the Zoom account with my with my with my Liberty Mutual logins, and it's like it, it said it said uh, you're not on protected SSO server. I was like, okay. I mean, I tried, but it is what it is. 
Yeah. Oh, funny, funny, funny. Well, after the technical difficulties, we're back. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back. We're here. We're um, going we're gonna to do this now. This so is the actual... Agree. The, the last 12 minutes were just an intro. Yeah, now, now here's, where the, here's where the podcast starts. It was, it, was just, it was just a bit. That's all. Yeah. Satire. Don't worry about it. Um, I would say it was a bad time. You, but you guys want to know who else had a bad time? This man that lit himself on fire on the Capitol steps this week. Tell me more. Uh, nothing. Uh, there's nothing more to tell. Wait, <laughs> so like, there's not, there's not like a reason Capital. why he caught himself on fire. That, that's okay, all that happened. This is. He was from Colorado. It happened on Friday. Um, he was 50 years old, and that was about all we got. They're not releasing any information on motive or anything yet. Did he die? He just walked up. Yes, he died. Well, uh, I don't think they're going to get any more information. No, prob- I mean, there's probably a manifesto online somewhere, you'd imagine, right? I mean, Is that a terrorist attack? Usually, because I would say by definition, yes. Yeah, that's definitely a terrorist attack. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like domestic terrorism. Yeah, I get that there was no explosion, but there was still combustion. I mean, it's like I mean, panic. the point was probably fear and notoriety, right? Like, why else do you light yourself on fire on the Capitol steps? Yeah, he was having a bad day. I mean, he had the recipe for terrorism for sure. <laughs> but did he? But did he execute? For sure, he's dead. <laughs> Most people do that in like protest. So I wonder what he was protesting. This has happened before. It happened in 2019. Apparently, someone lit themselves on fire in front of the White House. But the but Isn't did they die? Crazy? Uh, it didn't specify it in the article I read. But like, how, how often does this happen? Did you guys hear about the White House one? Because I don't no. think I did. I'd never heard about how that. Often, how often are people lighting themselves on fire in front of government well, buildings? Well, I mean, in the, isn't there that old famous picture of like a monk on fire? Yeah, I was going to say, that's an old Rage Against the Machine album cover. Yeah, there's like a whole like monk protest where like he catches himself on mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. In the middle of a road. I don't know where it was at, but... I've seen the video, but I do not know why either. At Rage Against the Machine, if you need a new album cover for any new albums that you may do. Maybe that... This guy. That's what they did. Like, that was the photo shoot. Nobody just knows yet because they haven't dropped the album. (laughs) Yeah, it's a secret still. What's really funny is I only know one Rage Against the Machine song. Well, you're also a fascist, so whatever. Uh, What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) And we're banned. Yeah. And we're banned now. That's it. Cancel culture. culture. Come get me. Yeah. Um, I want to mention this just because it's mentioned in this article I read. Did you guys hear about the the uh, like the, the big the big heads in the Capitol getting evacuated this week because of an unknown air an unknown, an unknown airplane? No. So they, they sent everyone down to the bunkers and the tunnels and everything, and it turns out it was an airplane dropping off some para, paratroopers for a football game, and That's they just awesome. didn't clear it with the Capitol Police first. <laughs> How funny That's, is that? Man, somebody got somebody got fired. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> definitely got fired for that. I mean, really great effects, but that's a bad Friday night for whoever cleared, whoever approved that. Isn't it? I, uh, there, it was probably someone in the military, you'd think. So they're not even getting fired. They're just getting demoted. <laughs> getting their pay taken away. Man, imagine like being the pilot and you're just like, I, I'm assuming that 
they sent some kind of response to it somewhere. Like when he yeah, lands, there's pe- there's people waiting on him, or like they sent like a signal to the plane that was like, "Yo, who are you? Like, <laughs> who the fuck are you?" And they're like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> this guy's trying to figure out why his plane's auto landing. <laughs> I didn't just... know we had two F-16s flying with us today. <laughs> it's just for the effect. That's all. It sounds like a start to a bad movie. Oh, it reminds me of the scene from like, what is it? Olympus has fallen, where there's like the AC-130 firing on the Capitol. I haven't watched that. It was like a. It's, it was like it's Morgan Freeman as the president, yeah. wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, Morgan Freeman's the best president. Yeah, he, if anyone could be a black president, it's him. Okay. Him or uh, Michelle Obama? Yeah, lies. Michael lies. <laughs> His name is Michael. There's a whole subreddit that uh, dedicated to people photoshopping pictures of Michelle Obama's arms onto birds. What, what is this subreddit for further research purposes? <laughs> after I have to remember the name. I feel like if you just search Michelle Obama's arms, I'm yep. in the process. <laughs> Give me one second. It's so arms. It's like I need to know. Yeah, no, I'm really curious oh. about that. So we're gonna just take care of that. So uh, I have a personal vendetta against her because she single-handedly ruined school lunches when I was in school. Um, I'm glad I graduated first, but I hear that. I've heard that. Michelle Obama's arms. What are they oh, like? there's, no, there's no birds. Oh no. Am I am I am I mistaken? Yeah, dude. I think you're a fed. I think you have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find it after the episode. This podcast is full of NPCs tonight. Um Nick, you said you had an update. Was it about our our our, it was about uh, our dearly departed Dwayne Haskins. I was, yeah, that's, yeah, fallen comrade. Yeah. Dear dead. friend of the show. Our Buckeye I can boy. I tell you right now that he is. Oh, he's big dead. dead. We just know more it about his death now. It seems so fucked up. Like. Well, Tyler and I talked about guess? it, right? We talked about it a yeah. little bit. And we didn't really have like a, why the fuck was he walking down the freeway? Was he suicidal? You know, we kind of speculated everything that uh, everyone else already kind of was. And uh, so I think I know what your update is going to be. Yeah. Did that? Did that come? Did you guys th- like? Was that one of your possible options? Uh, I think we mentioned it. We mentioned Maybe. it, but we didn't speculate like our own uh, okay. opinion on it. So you're the one who hit him. Yeah, I, so I, he was, I killed him. Yeah, the guy who hit him actually stopped and let the police take him in. That's really funny. I mean, I would hope. I but, mean, uh, you would hope so. But yeah. if not, I understand. I mean, <laughs> he was driving a dump truck. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't oh. notice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was a dump truck. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be pretty gnarly, man. He got squished. So uh, he ended up calling his wife. Um, I, I don't remember what the length of time was, but it was shortly before... Uh, he mm. got out of the car and on the highway, he called her to let her know that he ran out of gas on this highway and that he was going to start walking to go get gas from somewhere. And uh, and then she never heard back from him. So she ended up calling the local police uh, department down in Florida, talked to the dispatcher. And the dispatcher, like after she was intaking all this information from her, she was like, listen, I'm, I'm just going to be straight up with you right now. We have a situation on that highway involving an individual. We don't know if it's your husband at this point in time, but bear with me. 
I have officers heading to the scene now, and we'll know more shortly. And, of course, it ended up being him, and that's how his wife ended up finding out. So That's crazy. Pretty, like, right after it happened. Pretty fucking wild. Yeah, Isn't it? Pretty- I'm stuck on the fact that you're in, like, the prime of your life, probably the fittest you've ever been training for what you hope to be your best season, making millions of dollars. And that's what gets you a fucking dump truck on the highway. I have yeah. all the fucking things like you have everything going. But, for here, you but here's my other question is how did a fucking NFL pro quarterback run out of gas on the highway? Like, how is that even allowed to happen? These so gas he, prices have just messed with everybody's wallet. Yeah, athletes, bro. They, they're stretching that dollar as far as they can. Hold on. Do you think that guy? Paid a hundred dollars to light himself on fire. Like, do you think he went and like filled up a gas can and then? Yeah, what was the excitement? Nah, he stole. He stole it hundred percent. I would. I, I mean, might as well, used, right? I would probably just used hand sanitizer. If that's your intent, I would not. I would steal that gas. Honestly, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't why think pay for it? <laughs> he might have used something other than gas. True. Me, I'm using uh, gas. Probably. Do you think he screamed? Mean, <laughs> I would imagine so. I mean, hold on, Dwayne Haskins or the guy who lit himself on fire? <laughs> both. Let's just go for both. Uh, I'm gonna presume Dwayne Haskins was dead on or dead on impact, but he probably had time to realize, oh fuck, before the truck hit him. Listen, right? like, that, like I don't know, dude. The officer bet- said that he died immediately from the hit. So I would I, imagine so, it's like when but... you slip on the step and you have that moment of panic, except for it's a dump truck. Yeah. Do you think the like life flashing before his eyes thing got like canceled because he died instantly? Or... <laughs> I don't know. I that just... made... How does that work? He's... Maybe he saw his first pro season and was like, Damn. that's what was going to happen, bro. I used Maybe to... it's because I'm lazy, but like I cannot imagine a situation where I'd be passing through cars on a highway that close. Me, I'm sitting in the fucking, I'm sitting in the car and calling an Uber or something. You know what I mean? Like, if it's like a six-way impact highway, you you're know a frogger, or are you going to spend a little call, bit of your million dollars? I would call my insurance company and have them deliver gas to me. Right. Like, or, like, a, like a responsible like, human. You're oh like, God. look, AAA, I know I don't have an account, but it, I, it's me, Dwayne Haskins. I'll sponsor you. I hope my insurance would bring me gas, my car insurance. Provider. Don't you worry. He Daddy's was down there you. training with teammates from the Steelers. Why couldn't he just hit up one of them and be like, hey, homie, can you bring me or some gas? Or one of his coaches or anybody on the staff. You know what I mean? Literally uh, anyone. Anyone. Or like, just walk on the side, not in the road. Not to dog the dead dude, but like it just seems like a very avoidable situation to be you in. Know, him. You know what? To dog on the dead, if he were still here and I had the opportunity to interview him, my first question would have been like something along the lines of what was it like being drafted by the Washington Redskins and then not being the Washington Redskins? So my first question so would have been how did it feel to get drafted by the dump truck? And then that would just end the conversation <laughs> right in there. I just say, man, he was a first-round pick in that dumb truck draft. <laughs> he said, "He said, I need this. I need this man on my team." And no, they he's became playing one. for God now. So he's playing for the dump trucks now. The big man drafted him. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh no! Yeah. The great sky, <laughs> the great sky king drafted old Devin. 
Dwayne. That's his name. (laughs) Devin Dwayne Haskins. Little did you know, Dwayne was his middle name. Great reporting on our end here. Yeah, so it was uh, tragic nonetheless. Whatever. Top tier Uh, research. Yeah. You think he's the starting quarterback now? Uh, Who's the last quarterback to die? Do we? Was anybody good? I don't think so. Uh, I haven't heard about it, so I don't know. I'll Google it. I mean, he was pretty average for the NFL. I mean, you're still in the NFL, Uh, but like, yeah, he he was a he was a backup when he left Washington. He was a backup all last year. Hmm. So second string then. As someone who does not know or watch football, I've heard that Ohio State our quarterbacks don't have good luck in the NFL. They don't. Yeah, we we have a little bit of um toxic. You know, um, it's Ohio State, so Penn State. I mean, but like, do our receivers do any good? Uh, some of them do, yeah. Uh, mo- we're really famous for like our defensive guys. Mm, I know, we like have a, James, we, like yeah. James Laronitis was a big one that went to the NFL. Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, um, who's that fucker who also got drafted by the Redskins? Mm. Uh, Miles Garrett. No, not Miles Garrett. Um, fuck, what is that kid's name? He had fucking dreads that were blonde, and I'm drawing a blank on his name. I don't know. He, he, um, went, he went for like, like a year ago. Oh, yeah, and I definitely have no idea because that hair just reminds me of Troy Palomalu. Yeah, exactly. Um, I know that – yep, I forget, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, man, that's And awesome. that's that. <laughs> good show, guys. Good I podcast. Just, I just know it. I, that's all. That's all I want to say is I know. We're not a sports podcast. You're lucky you get what you get from us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Since we're talking football, um, no, Mike Tyson didn't soccer. play football, did he? <laughs> I'm thinking of I'm thinking of other of other people. <laughs> Can I no, say something strictly, real quick? Strictly the boxing. Say something real quick about Mike Tyson. Uh-huh. If I ever had the honor of my face contacting his fist, fist. <laughs> I would make him sign the bruise that he gave that me. That is so fucking Now, funny. would you get it tattooed after? Probably. Okay, okay. Is Mike Tyson the one that bit the guy's ear off? Yes. 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 So we already know he has self-control issues. Yes. He's, he's also one of the... I mean, I'm pretty sure from what I see on like podcasts and stuff that he's like sober now. Besides, like, weed and mushrooms. But, like, he's also one of the biggest, craziest drug addict celebrities to ever exist. So he's California. He wild so. in his prime. Yeah, right? Hold on. So he was doing or, do psychedelics before, count as California sober? What's that? Uh, what would you say? I don't mushrooms? think so. Do mushrooms count as California sober? I would. Yeah, it's natural. It's a plant, whatever. Oh, uh, natural. What'd you say, Josh? It's mushroom. What are mushrooms? mushrooms. Are, they like, are they, like, okay, so... I know this is weird, but I only have one monitor right now. Are mushrooms like actual mushrooms? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fungus, fungi. Yeah, yeah. They're psilocybin makes you trip. It's pretty cool. That is so funny. No. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like it's like on the Joe Rogan podcast. Hey, Jake, can you go ahead and pull it up? (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, that's what that's what they are. So they so they're like a natural psychedelic, yeah. Yeah, those look disgusting. Just like what is it? A wa a was a a wa a waska a ayahuasca a ayahuasca. Oh my god! There's another one. 
Can you so, find them in the wilderness? Um, I mean, probably somewhere. So Josh, I don't know where they're native to. This this is going to a, this is going to an interesting road now. Uh, since you asked that question, what exactly did you think mushrooms were before? Is uh, I mean I I understand okay I understand that it sounds weird, but I honestly thought that like they just considered shrooms as I don't know some Say chemically. It. Well, I mean, acid is an acid. Like the like the thought process makes sense to me. He thought it was like 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 lingo for something. Well, no, I just thought it was like you know chemically compounded into you know a different substance. I didn't think it was actual like mushrooms. So you thought it was like synthesized? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like I thought it was like you juice the mushrooms, if you will. But we went off on a way other tangent here. So what did Mike Tyson do? Uh, two things on Mike Tyson actually. Uh, he beat up some guy in a plane, and then just like walked off. Um, so basically, the guy behind him was a huge Mike Tyson fan, which I think adds an extra level of hilarity. And the man Hilarity. was intoxicated, so he was just pestering him and bothering him, trying to talk to him, and just kept engaging with him after he was told to stop repeatedly. And then Mike Tyson was just done with it and just started punching the man in the face. And it's real funny because the man recording the video that I watched is talking to him like they're friends. Like, Mike, Mike, stop it. Come on, man. Mike, please. Mike, stop. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the dude is fine. He had some bruising and some cuts, like nothing like life threatening. Well, then he, his lawyer is looking like they're going for it, of course, you know. Like, well, it's so my question is like, rights, really? <laughs> isn't there like a like certain level of fight training before it's considered like assault with a deadly weapon? I think that is, but that might yeah. just be fake. But I don't, I don't, I know, they, I don't, I don't do. know. It's not, it's like, it's okay. real. I know they definitely take into consideration, but like, because but obviously so i mean if he just has some bruising at least mike pulled back on the punch i guess right yeah or maybe he just couldn't fight over some airplane seats very well i mean that's fair too but i mean he had, he definitely had the drop shot on him like he was he was wailing on i mean yeah, it was wham, wham, wham. yeah it was pretty rough but with that being hey, said he didn't he, go down <laughs> he said, "I went a whole round with Mike Tyson in the airplane." <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a bar story of a lifetime. Exactly. <laughs> but with that being video, said, Mike Tyson punched me in the face. <laughs> I, I, yeah, if he has a Tinder, he's got to make like a screenshot of the video, like his main picture. Like, this is me. You're probably wondering how I got here. He's gonna be a D class celebrity. I can just feel it. How's to say? How how did I get famous? Oh, let me tell you. He's going to blow up on TikTok next. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I just, I feel, first off, why was the video so grainy for today's technology? That was like <laughs> recording it on a, <laughs> on a it's camcorder. Like a, it's like a UFO video. UFO videos are always <laughs> shaky and grainy. <laughs> uh, second, self-control in that situation was just completely non-existent. <sighs> I mean, you're expected to have more self-control of that just as a normal person. Like, you're expected to not just fight each other on an <laughs> airplane. People, yeah. But, like, as someone, as, like, Mike Tyson, one of the you know, greatest fighters of all time, I feel like you're held to a higher level. Like, we, you have to have more self-control than the average person. But my thing is, like, would this article have made any news station at all if it was not Mike Tyson? 
I think so, honestly. Where well, because we are starting to see more reports of like, oh, this plane had to land, uh, do an emergency landing due to a fight breaking out over you know mask procedures, so on and so forth. So I definitely feel like it would have probably still came out. Maybe not um, frontline news on every single station across America, but I do feel like it would have probably came out uh, on some local channels. Especially he in that was area. also just on the Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't know how like far in advance he records, but he could have been flying to or from Texas to to record for all we know. Uh, I mean, that would be pretty pretty funny. But wouldn't it? the the biggest thing for me in the situation is going to be self control for that high class of a celebrity, especially when you're famous for being a boxer. So are you worried about the celebrity status or the boxer status more? I think they go hand in hand. I mean, with this case, yes. But me, I would love to see like someone like Tom Cruise just attack somebody on an airplane because that would be be pretty funny. That I mean, that would probably warrant uh, national coverage just like anything else because right. he is an A-class celebrity. Right. But <laughs> what I think tips it over the edge for this situation is that he's an A-class celebrity and the world one of the nation's deadliest fighters how long ago did mike tyson knock that guy out was that like in the last couple days um i do not know i have an article i could pull up so from joe rogan's podcast it says that there or the um episodes are recorded up to four or five weeks in advance and the mike tyson episode aired on the 15th so definitely not then because this 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 had to have come out right after it happened, right? I mean, yeah, like, you don't yeah. Sit on I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, I'm assuming it's like same day, maybe day after. Probably, probably same day. Video hits Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and then next day articles. This says Wednesday, last Wednesday. Yeah. So, so that article from, from the 21st, so the Wednesday before the 21st. So it'd be the same week it aired. So it yeah, it wouldn't be. Unless he stayed around for weeks or right. for anything or handle other business in the area. I don't know if he would flies out just for this one podcast. But Joe Rogan being, you know, a famous podcaster and just uh, interview interviewer in general, he this could have been, a, I mean, this is a definitely a bookmark of a show for him. So maybe just saying maybe it was same week uh, record and production. Um, or on the, uh, another way to prove the same point, uh, he's been on a couple of times. They might be friends. He might stay and hang out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I just feel like three weeks is a while to hang out. Um, you have a good well, point. When you have when you have millions of dollars, I don't think it really matters where you. Yeah, stay. no. I, you know, <laughs> everybody has different things to do during the day, anyhow. Yeah. See, because no matter where talking... Mike Tyson goes, he can make money. I oh, just sure. I, we keep talking about him, and I have to put it out there that I just imagine he lives exactly how he's portrayed to live in the Hangover. I believe that there's like this I big mansion with the pet tiger yeah. and like all I mean, the like the the homies hanging around, like yeah, the the security and like I just for all we know seen, that was his house. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That's so funny. He's old now, though. Have you seen him? Like I've been like still. You want to talk about people? You want to talk but... about people that look old? I just the other day sat down and watched the new Jackass movie. 
Oh my god, those guys look yet. ancient. It's on Paramount. You can use my login if you don't have it. I love you. But Jackass <laughs> Forever and uh, Jackass The Lost Tapes is all on there. But Aren't they like 60 now? I don't know how old Johnny Knoxville is. I I'll feel like up, they're but... late 40s, early maybe mid 50s, but they just look older because they I, lived a jo- hard life. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, they lived some hard, hard things. Johnny Knoxville is the oldest of the group, and he is 51. Yeah. But he Johnny looks like Knoxville he's 60s, looks like late, he's late in 60s. his like late 60s. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you know they were all doing hard drugs. Oh. In, in the first couple ones, at least. Oh, so uh, you'd have to. Yeah. Their lifestyle has definitely aged them uh, tremendously. There's Do you guys no remember way. when Steve-O got arrested protesting for SeaWorld? With the, yes. Up on the sign. Uh-huh. The Do not crane. remember that. No. He climbed a construction crane with a poster that said SeaWorld's murderers or something like that and an inflatable whale. And then he made the fire department come get him. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so funny. That's crazy. Um, I saw a TikTok about him today, actually, where his son didn't know about Jackass until he was like eight because his parents had just didn't know. And then his friends actually told him about it. So then they had to tell him about it and he's like yeah but you can't watch it because you're not old enough (laughs) (laughs) what kind of family dynamic do you think that was he definitely seemed like he's chilled out a lot i bet he's like he's lived his life he's made his money now he can just be a dad like do whatever yeah isn't that isn't that the american dream right there make your money and then just go hang out kill yourself doing it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> protest sea world i i from i watch a lot of steve-o's podcasts and he paid lawyers and all and like the city he had to pay so much money from like all, all for that case alone but like all of his different cases and all the rehabs i think that's one of the reasons he does still have to tour is i mean steve-o does comedy shows almost year round right and I think he has to because I know that he got charged just for the SeaWorld incident over like $350,000. He had to pay for uh, all the emergency responders. He got oh, charged. Oh, yeah, I bet. He got charged by the city for like all of them coming out, all the police, all the fire trucks that were like trying to climb up to him and all that stuff in the plane or not the planes, the helicopters that were like on him with spotlights he had to pay for all that i mean you gotta think he's a celebrity mate pulling a stunt so they're gonna make it uh like i don't know throw the book at him you know yeah make you're not example. leaving this bill on the taxpayer today <laughs> but oh, yeah that's awesome though he probably expected that but through, uh, after all the rehabs he's done and everything i just feel like that's them still having to work i think he's one of the only ones in my opinion i mean giant Knoxville doesn't need he was the no. he was the leader of the of the clan, so he he actually probably, made the most money for sure. Yeah, I was about to say probably he's makes like the most the head. They all look to him as like the big brother of it all. But they talk about I I can't remember any figures, but they talk about like how much they made. And I think Devo said for like her episode of the original show of Jackass when it was on MTV, he made like a hundred dollars an episode or something like that. That's crazy. Like Did you guys were... ever play the Jackass video game? No. I can tell you what the case to the game looked like, but I never played it. 
A lot of those fun. guys were in uh, Tony Hawk's Underground too. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And that that was fire. Yeah, I played was that game. If any Tony Hawk game deserves the PlayStation uh, remake, it is those. Oh, so for sure. They already did the Pro Skaters, so I mean, give us that fucking Underground, bro. I I personally, I see that. Uh, I bet they don't because of the whole Bam Margera thing now. Oh yeah, because Bam Bam was in so much of that game. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he Second was one, one of the especially. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, they might remake it, but I I think it would be a long time from right now. Yeah. Just due to the recent everything around him, they wouldn't want to be associated with something like that. Yeah, they are. Oh yeah, and fucking Tony Hawk. Did you hear about that motherfucker breaking a hip at like the age of fifty-one or some shit? No, I did not. He could probably still skate better than me. Oh, he definitely can skate better than all of us. Um, (laughs) What's wild is I know skateboard has four wheels, but I still fall on my face like it has two. (laughs) I uh, not not a good time. Yeah, might as well be a unicycle for me, man. I have so, no balance on that type of shit. I'm I'm digging way back. Todd, do you remember when you were trying to be a skater boy? I do. I like <laughs> fell on my ass like once or twice, and I was like, "Nah, this ain't it." You said, "This is not for me." <laughs> I'll stick to the bicycles. Yeah. And then he's like, not "Man, even... this is actually a lot of work. I think I'm done on the bicycles. Let he's me get like, one. Let me get one with an engine, so I don't have to pedal." <laughs> We're, and we're not talking, you know, BMX bikes. We're talking comfy uh, mountain, mountain bikes. bikes. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like you really. I'm cruising. <laughs> cruising, yeah. Yeah, that's good old times. Then we upgraded that's to awesome. mopeds. Oh, I'd yes. love to see Tyler driving around town on a moped. Um, um, I'm going to be honest with you. When we Myrtle rented them, we went to Myrtle Beach, and I was the fattest. And I also had, like, the, like, the worst slowest. of the three, the slowest scooter. It can only get my fat ass up to forty miles an hour. <laughs> we we kept getting pulled over by the cops because they they were they like, put helmets. a helmet on and we're like they didn't give us one. And then Tyler's just back there in the far back trying to trying to just catch up to everybody. And <laughs> then we we took them off road and mopeds do not belong in anything other than just pavement <laughs> they don't and do we, well in sand <laughs> we, we, we took it up this little ramp little sand ramp uh that we found and yeah tyler's, tyler's moped got stuck and then mine fell over and trexton's just like stopped and trexton's just a little guy so his had probably the most power out of everybody so he was just zooming past us and it just stopped in the sand it was really funny really good times Excellent. So, Mike Tyson, guys, you ever? Guilty. Um, so, you guys no, ever read the most dangerous game? What? No. Okay, so it's like people hunting people, right? Like the Hunger right. Games. Like the Hunger Games, eh, kind of. I think of it like um, the most modern reference I can think of is there's a part of the Purge where they like take people off the streets and put them in a little arena okay. to kill them. Uh... <clears throat> but Mike Tyson, uh, like Squid Games. Yeah, he was saying to Joe Rogan that, like, he wasn't saying, like, the articles I've seen from it in a way where it's like, he said this happens, but they were smoking a bunch of weed, and the conversation started <laughs> with anything you can think of 
like to do to a person someone has like done that before anything one human can do to another people have done there's enough people and enough time that it's happened he said so it's like it's happened people have definitely hunted other people and they're saying that like there are these rich people who own these massive estates and don't grow anything on them so they just pick up homeless people you know and send them to a sane asylums and then they pe- take people from these asylums and drop them on the land and hunt them <clears throat> can you imagine yeah that's uh that's I like believe... the ult- that's the ultimate low right there i feel like even right now it could be happening cuz think of it in like different scenarios like you have the super ultra wit rich in like any you know western country like the united states or anything like that or you have oligarchs in Russia that could be doing it. Or you have dictators in Central South America that could also be doing it if they wanted to. It's it like... It kind of reminds me of... Uh, there was that uh, Cold Steve Austin movie back in the day when I was a kid called The Condemned. And it was like 15 prisoners get put on an island and the last one alive gets their... Like, they're no longer on death row. They get their, like... You get to go back home and everything. It's like a way to get around the death sentence. Right. And it's like a bunch of crazy, violent offenders. Like, everybody's in there for, like, multiple murders. They're, like, ex-military and all that. And they just wire the whole island up with cameras. And they stream it to a website that you got to pay for. And they're trying to figure out where this island is and all that stuff and track all of it. So I mean, there's definitely multiple references to it in movies. So I don't see why somebody hasn't done it. Exactly. And then he brings up another point that like, like what do the rich hunt? They hunt foxes and apparently foxes are like the hardest animal to hunt because they like backtrack and like try to actively cover their trail and try to, you know, get get around you and stuff like that instead of just run away. So that's like the hardest animal to hunt. So they think if you can hunt that, what, what, you know, what would be the next hardest animal to hunt would be another human. Yeah, kind of. It's it's not a uh, direct reference to this situation, but kind of reminds me of the movie Get Out as well, where that chick invites her black boyfriend to meet her parents, and then they have that big party, and the party ends up being like a silent auction for who's gonna get to put their brain because inside of the black like, dude. Yeah, yeah that movie literally is just terrifying. <laughs> It, was so it really, good, it was, it was, it was really good. I liked it. It was, it was a very good movie, wild concept, but it was terrifying. The scene where the big black dude is just like dead sprinting right towards <laughs> him, and then I just awkwardly just takes a sharp ninety degree turn and runs the other way. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of little like stupid thrills in that movie, but uh, the whole premise Every- by the end of the movie, you feel so mind fucked over everything. It's just yeah. like. But exhausting. The, every time that that movie gets brought up, I just remember the uh, the the little quick little snippet or cut where they zoom in on the guy's face where his eyes are just very wide and it says "get out." And I was like, "Oh, that gives me chills even just talking about it because that's just <laughs> wild." I mean, that's a whole different level of slavery. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The craziest, like when he found the like the pictures of her with all the other boyfriends oh i audibly was like what the fuck you're <laughs> 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 all here yeah i'm gonna have to rewatch the movie because i know i've watched it but like i don't think i was actually paying attention while i was watching <laughs> actively it actively watching it yeah i wasn't actively watching it it was like 
somebody picked it out to watch for movie night and i was like i don't know what this is so i'm not really gonna watch it but like i should have watched it it's it's really good i i don't think i'll watch it again but i yeah. recommend watching it at least <laughs> once. too scary <laughs> that's that's definitely a good thriller for sure yeah things that just seem super real i feel like i can only watch once yeah i get that i mean after after the first time you're like okay i'm probably not gonna watch that ever again <laughs> too many emotions no thank you <clears throat> too many similarities to real life <laughs> <laughs> You just sit there. I'm in danger. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite memes of all time. I'm in Hello, danger. Ralph, man. Simpsons have been coming out with memes for 30 years now. I'm in South Park. I I hate to say it. I've never been able to get into South Park. I don't. I can't I sit it. there and I can't sit there and watch them or anything like that. But like, if there's nothing else, I, it's background TV for me. Mm-hmm. Just like Family Guy's background TV for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because every day when I would come home from school at five or six o'clock, that was all that was on, and I never really wanted to watch it. But it was always like there was nothing else to watch at that time. Yeah, back when you know we didn't have streaming services. Life's yeah. changed a lot in the last uh, ten years. It's actually insane now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's insane that we used to only pay seven ninety nine for Netflix, and now it's twenty dollars. Uh huh. Hey, but listen, in less than ten years. And that's I'm, why my credit card's maxed out. Motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people that don't pay for it. So like Me neither, but still it's I'm upset. one of the pe- I'm one of the people they're trying to get rid of. See, <laughs> me too. I've been yeah. using my dad's he's had it since you rented DVDs. Do you guys ever have that? Where you got uh-huh. DVDs yeah. in the mail? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You'd have you get a catalog to order the DVDs to come next. You know what's really funny? Like Redbox was that but better, but it came too late. Because like uh-huh. Redbox mm-hmm. came after streaming services. Because it's like back in the day, you can get a DVD in the mail. Fuck yeah, that's cool as shit. But now it's like fuck Redbox. I'm not gonna go to Redbox. But also on my TV, Redbox has an actually a really good app for movie rentals. I use it quite often. See, so yeah, okay, that's a good transition for them. I feel like they to do like a ha- streaming rental. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do have that. Uh-huh. So you do have that option instead of you know going to Walmart, getting a movie out in the parking lot. Because yeah. right. let's I've be honest, I've, I've never returned a lot of stream movies. I yeah, never no. returned the red look, boxes. You just get a prepaid prepaid <laughs> yeah. card. Use that. Boom. They uh, can't charge you. You know who arrived really late to that whole uh, movie vending machine game was Blockbuster. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, Redbox, that's a great idea. We're gonna put up Blockbuster <laughs> machines." Like our last ditch effort to not die. <laughs> They still died, obviously. There's actually I one blockbuster one still open in the country. Yeah. Where? Isn't it Alaska? Uh no. It's uh it's in the west. I think it's Utah. Is it just for like maybe Oregon. purposes? It's actually privately owned by the people mm-hmm. who but like who ran that franchise store. At this point it's like a novelty thing too. It's like Yeah. Well yeah, they have a whole like tourist like aspect to it now and it's pretty much a fucking museum um, it's it's in they probably make Oregon. a lot of money yeah i bet yeah they do <laughs> they have 4.9 whole... stars on google how Who many does? views though i used to love three point eight thousand. holy Good lord shit. yeah this i used to go to spectacular i used to go to family video and get like a hundred dollars worth of stuff and not return it 
And then in and then in six months they would send me a thing in the mail that says, "Bring this card in and we'll forgive all your late fees." And then I would do it again, and then just wait another six months to get another card. And then they started. Remember that guy? Remember that weird phase where they sold? They were going out so bad that they were selling CBD and cell phones at. (laughs) No. So, dude, it was the funniest thing in the world is the sign out front of the local family video here would say, now selling CBD and phone cards. Oh, my God. They got into the CBD game early. Yeah, no, they were probably the first people in Marion that was not a gas station that I saw with CBD. Uh I was going to say, they're they're trying to reach out to a whole different demographic there. Just They're like those two things. <laughs> Who still shops to family video? <laughs> I, I, my thing is like imagine like so like imagine you're running the family video right. You're in your early twenties, late twenties. I don't know. There there were always younger people that work there. I didn't feel like anybody was ever that old. But like you get this letter or this product box in the mail where it's like you now sell CBD, and you just, <laughs> you just get this whole box of CBD products, and you're like, what? I'll do I put this where do I like, put this yeah like where, where is this <laughs> supposed to be action <laughs> I, know, I know where I'm putting it. I'm putting it right beside the cash register and recommending it to every motherfucker who comes through there it's Man. part of your process you must upsell CBD to all customers and then and then okay. while you're while you're here selling CBD walk across the aisle and get your track phone card that yeah. is awesome they sell better, uh, sold benefits too this would be above and beyond sell, salesmanship for a fucking uh, video store associate. But to be like, I couldn't help but to notice that you're carrying a track phone right now. It just so happens here at Family Video, we are selling the cards for those now, sir. Would you like one? Do you think they got commission on the CBD and phone cards? Fuck oh, no, though. Sure <laughs> no way. They were paying probably, I don't know how much they were charging for the CBD. I'd imagine like 10 or 15, maybe even 20 bucks a bottle if it was oil, but uh, because it was probably cheap CBD. I mean, there is a difference between good CBD and bad bad CBD. CBD. Yeah. And anything you buy from a gas station is mass produced and more than likely on the bad scale versus the good scale, in my experience. So there's a really interesting CBD store on the other side of town over by. and so does Italian. We get. I uh, see. I saw that. Yeah. They do. Uh, I walked in there one time for something, and I ended up leaving with like dog treats because the dogs get crazy when people are here, and like yeah. all this, all this weird stuff to try. Like I got paged like a bath bomb. And we got all this stuff, and those dog treats were the best thing I ever bought. I go over there probably every couple months and pick up a couple bags of them. That's crazy. Yeah, because awesome. Nala's like trying to break out of the cage and jump the fence to go see who's here. Do they still like, have the uh, Kratom store in Marion? Um, I think so. It's I think it's in the same plaza as a storage locker place. Uh, if you ever want to run into the, you, if you ever want to run into you know who, just go shopping. Ron Johnson. Yeah. But you can buy it at all those sketchy gas stations too. Oh, I'm sure. I, yeah, but it's probably not as good, just like the CBD thing. That motherfucker yeah. would go over there and buy the sleepwalker pills and the fucking... He'd buy every fucking energy pill that they had on the I wor- For probably a year and a half, I worked at the dispensary directly across the street from the Kratom store. And we used to have people in there come in there all the time talking about how they love Kratom and how 
weed wasn't strong enough for like what they were trying to affect and kratom was the only thing <laughs> that like got them where they wanted to go and i'm just like that is the most out there thing i've ever heard of you you know how someone described it to me once it was like so caffeine is to cocaine what <laughs> kratom is to an opiate <laughs> <laughs> like that's not sketchy at all yeah no and like that's what everybody associates it with i mean like it flies under the radar in my opinion i've never used k2 for a long time k2 and then you can walk into the gas station i remember back in the day walking into a gas station with my brother i was a kid a kid and you could buy salvia yeah like you could walk up to the dude and say you want two packs from behind the counter and he'd give them to you damn that's it's what's crazy I don't know how fast it gets out there and spreads before like well, someone then you gotta like, think hey, this is not safe all this salvia has already been sent out so people just have cases and cases and cases of salvia and then they're like hey you can't sell that anymore and then hello black market yeah my old friend so is that just saliva or like a synthetic weed right salvia it's like a whole like trip from what i've heard Salvia is the largest genus of plants, and it's a sage plant. Oh, so you're getting rid of the holy <laughs> But I wonder, like, what kind of sage? You know what I mean? Because I imagine there's probably a bunch. Well, I mean, you can, if you're really dedicated, you can it's get called high off of a banana peel. So. Sage of the diviners. Salvia diviniorum, or something like that, is a plant species with psychoactive properties when it leaves are consumed by chewing, smoking, or as a tea. The leaves contain an opioid-like compound that induces hallucination. Yeah. Yep, that's not going to be for me. And I don't no. know. <laughs> it ain't it, Chief. <laughs> and, like, I know, like, you guys can't see it here in the podcast. So like, there's, like, pictures. They used to sell it in, like, oh, my phone's not going to register. They sold it in, like, ba- like, Mylar bags. Like, they sell designer weed. I mean, it was, like, the shiny reflective packaging, and it said salvia right on the front of it. And it kind of looks like it looks very similar to today's marijuana packaging. Okay, so since we're on this subject, I have a question. I have an answer. What do you guys? What do you guys think of uh, Delta Eight and like Delta Ten? Like, what is that? What's that? What's up with that? Is that legit or is that fake? There, I mean, it's definitely not fake. It's definitely a chemical compound found inside of marijuana. It's just supposedly. I mean. So I've heard some people say they get something out of it, but supposedly it's not like psychoactive, like Delta Nine. No. So actually, Delta Eight and Delta Ten are synthesized from CBD. So you you can't even like you can't just like buy CBD flower and like get THC uh, Delta Eight or Ten from it. You actually have to like synthesize the CBD in order to extract those compounds. So while they are there, they don't just, like, you have to, like, extract so much of it just to make enough to do all that, uh, which is why it's mass-produced, and why, which is why some of it's kind of sketch, um, just depending so, on who you're buying it, it from. It's another one of those things I'm not buying at the gas station. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's one of those things where that's just if you're, so sketchy to me. If you're not like that, if you're not <laughs> if you're not in a vape shop, and you know the good brands will actually put their certificate of analysis on the box, whether or not it's a legit certificate, you're gonna have to do research on that. But um, anyone who's putting that on there 
is probably more legit than a fucking gas station vape, disposable vape that says Delta 8 sold here, you know, get not high on this, you know, some, like, like he said, some people claim if they smoke enough of it, they can mimic getting high, uh, you know, similar effects to Delta 9, but it's not, this is not the same. And at that point, you're still going to fail a test for THC, so you may as well just smoke Delta 9. Yeah, so exactly. Delta 8 and Delta 10 are not THC, but Delta 9 is? Well, they're all THC. They are. But, so, okay, l- let me see if I understand. Delta 8 and Delta, no, Delta 8 and Delta N 10 only occur in CBD, but you have to do something that says synthesize the CBD to get those. Yeah, th- think of, think of like you know extracting a uh, regular marijuana. And, you know, you're extracting it for the delta nine cannabinoids, and then you're turning it into a processed product, like you know a vape cart or shatter, or, you know, some sort of extract. It's just diet. It's just diet weed. Yeah, diet that is weed. so funny. It's it's literally one of those things that walks the what I call the gray market. It flies right under the fucking radar, and it's really, in my opinion, it's just a way to dig into people's pockets who are aching for, you know, something, something that's a tear off or whatever yeah, they have going yeah, on. Similar. I tried. I tried Delta Eight. It was a waste of forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, it really was. And then, like, since it looks kind of the, so, like, when you make it in the carts and everything like that, like, the products look very similar. So, there for a very long time, there was a period where people, like, black market companies were mixing Delta 8 distillate into Delta 9 distillate and making, like, mixed carts. Mm-hmm. And, like, it looks like you get a full cart, but it's just going to be really weak. Yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't surprise me at all. Some, um, when I bought the Delta 8, the guy tried to buy me tried to have me buy um delta one delta one yeah what the fuck yeah i'm sure there's a bunch but what's that uh it's apparently super synthetic and it gives you the like the the um psychological feelings and i remember talking to nick about it when this first happened nick was like yeah i wouldn't do that so i was like Good for me. That's that's <laughs> sounds... for the heads up. Uh, it, it can in, it can induce hallucinations. Actually, oh, that's probably yeah, that's, good that you never crazy. did it. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, uh, when I was if, in... if you're planning on hallucinating, just get drugs that make you hallucinate. Don't like that's something you have to plan for, though. Like that has to be yeah. very, Like if it just happens, that's <laughs> yeah. got to be jarring and dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Like set your intentions and plan for whatever you're about to do. Don't go buy some sketchy fucking cart that some dude recommended at a fucking vape store when we were in uh when we were in vegas we had uh uh rice krispie treats Mm. yep that's that's when i knew that it weed was not for me yeah because i uh is weed legal in vegas oh yeah oh yeah very much so and it's super expensive yeah well that was vegas that was our first spot stop and you drive like an hour outside of vegas and get cheap legal weed Oh, 100%. That's so funny. I love yeah. that. Um, but that was our first stop once we got in the limo. We stopped at a dispensary. And it was like high-end jewelry store like style. Gross. I'm talking, you got padded down going in. You had to leave all of your bags and everything outside. Everything was under um, really shiny crystal um, display cases. 
and we got a hundred milligram rice crispy treat and uh two ounces of like i think it was like cookie monster uh actual um flour yeah yep yep and so we got that and that cost us 350 dollars for everything for everything that's not that's actually terrible. Not, that's actually yeah, yeah that's actually not that bad uh, that is two ounces, ex- bro, for three and a rice krispie treat for three yeah, fifty. You're doing you're, you're doing, doing better. Good. Okay, okay. You're doing better than black market right then. there, bud. Because I mean it was only this much. Like it was literally like a little it was enough for uh um because like they sold the pre-rolled uh joints and it was yeah, enough for, uh, for two so of them. What I'm understanding two, is it was two, two grams. grams. That's what it was, yeah. A yes. cookie, and you paid $350. $350, You should Holy go back and sue. Shit. You should sue the pants off of them. Yeah. Yo, you Sex need to hold on. You should like, find the name of that place. I'm trying to go look at it. Uh, Yeah. Um, I think we took some pictures. You know, it, I'm, you don't look like a Bryson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like you go to private school. I'm really curious if they have set prices or if it's like a commission right. base. Oh no, nah, they de- no, nah, they de- no, nah, they definitely looked at him and was like, "Yo, let me switch that price tag." Real quick. <laughs> it, uh, it, You're yeah. a tourist, okay? As soon so, as he got out of that limo, money, Mister Moneybag. Let's go ahead and dig in. <laughs> let's go ahead and dig into this guy's pockets. All right, don't uh. Oh, you're so right. It was one gram. One gram for $160 plus tax. One gram. Yeah, whatever picture you're looking at, you need to send it to me right now. It doesn't have their... Uh... That's fine. I just want to see what, whatever you're looking at that says they, that. They went out of business. <laughs> they went <laughs> out of business. Because <laughs> no, that place Josh kept packed. them open. Josh, yeah, Josh, Josh paid the monthly bills. <laughs> yeah, Josh kept that bitch open for six more months. Homie. Yeah, dude, he bought an eighth, and they were just set. For you know the what year. their gross profit margin is on one fucking gram <laughs> oh of a pre-rolled god. fucking? Oh my god! It probably they, wasn't even a raw paper. They probably used the no, elements. It's probably some. It probably cost them fucking twenty-five cents to make that joint. Just saying. That's hilarious. That's I'm, amazing. No, it's not. I'm I'm hurting. Yeah. Like I'm it's... having actual chest pains thinking about that. Who like like I might go down mid podcast right now, so I'm gonna have to call this. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, it would be with that top, the Josh's neighbor's house getting shot up live. Mm. You think if if Jake went down? Not. Yes. <laughs> I would say yeah because you're recording mm. and it happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it tops it uh, because Josh now, ultimately now, didn't get shot at. If a bullet goes into Josh's house, yeah, that's that's close. what I'm saying. If Josh would have experienced some some form of trauma, whether property yeah, damage, yeah. Or... Now, listen, he had to grab the blicky. He had some trauma. Do you have PTSD from that, Josh? Um, we can get you I a have... med card if yeah, you say have... you can get a medical card if you say you got the PTSD, buddy. <laughs> I have and you have PTSD. a recording. I have more PTSD from uh, not being able to feel my legs, switching over to manual breathing, and not learn, not knowing how to blink. <laughs> That's I, what I have PTSD. I from. have PTSD for the fact that you paid three hundred and fifty dollars for an eight dollar Rice Krispie treat. I need to. I need to smoke just from the horrors of that alone. Fourteen dollars for a fourteen dollar pre roll. 
I need to forget that I ever heard you say these things. I really hope you can find their name. I'm so curious. I'm looking right now. It's tough because a lot of those places don't allow photography. Yeah. Unless you like snap it like, not, right outside the door. You're not supposed to have your phone in there. But I was late to the game because I left my ID in the limo. So I had to go back out. And since I already got patted down once, I grabbed my phone to go back out. And <laughs> Little did stuck. you know, I grabbed my Glock this time, asshole. Now <laughs> give me the weed. <laughs> um, you know what's really funny? What's that? I mean, the thought of people taking pictures in front of that dispensary but not going in. Uh, so them online. Probably. I did that right. in 2013. I'm going to tell you a really fun story about my security days at the dispensary. Oh, please so, do. There is a... We, we have the dispensary here in town, and when we first opened, it was probably probably 10 minutes before open. And I'm not going to say his name, but there's a local kid here who has a pretty decent rap following. And probably at about... 10 a.m. I look at the security cameras and there's like three girls outside of their phones taking pictures of some dude out in front of the dispensary. Not probably like tw- I, I, like they're outside, and so like we're not open. I'm not allowed to go outside until it opens, so I'm just letting them do their thing, whatever. And I'm sitting here scrolling through my phone, and I see his these pictures come across my Instagram feed of him talking about how he had a meeting at the dispensary today and all this stuff and was like talking to people and i'm like i commented on it i was like man you sat outside for 20 minutes and got back in your car and left like if people oh, really do yikes. show up take pictures and leave <laughs> that's so people, cringy to people me. that don't even have medical cards they're just like we're gonna take this picture because we're here okay all right so cool this might this might be a little controversial for first you yeah whatever anyway um how does one obtain a medical card? Like, what can you actually get a medical card for? There's a uh, list of, like, 20-some, I think it's 21 or 22 qualifying conditions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm not going to rattle them all off to you because I don't remember them all, but things like chronic pain, <clears throat> uh, terminal illness, obviously cancer, AIDS, uh, PTSD, things like of that nature things that aren't on there yet that they're fighting people have been fighting to get on there is things such as like anxiety and depression um which ptsd is like directly tied to so i don't know how the fuck they're not on there so that's a different argument like do you have to see a special weed doctor yes Yes. Uh, well not anymore not anymore originally yes but your family physician or whatever physician you go to on a regular basis can now actually uh, recommend it for you um, and then you can take that recommendation, um, you know, get your card, and then you have to pay a $50 fee to the state uh, medical board having a registration, basically. Uh, you pay that annually, so it's 50 bucks a year with the state, and then whatever you had to pay to see the doctor. And yeah, so I've had mine. I don't have mine anymore. How long and, has that been a thing? Uh, 2000, I think, passed and 16. It's it, it took like two years for everybody to get like licenses and groceries yeah. built mm-hmm. yeah. and everything like that. I think 2019 was the official rollout. Yeah, and it was it was there's a lot of interesting stuff that I learned when I was there. But I got my card after working there for probably six months, and I decided to let it expire, and I don't plan on renewing it because. It did nothing for me besides give me access if I needed it. Yeah. 
uh, because so there's their origin. So like they've changed some things around since I had my card and everything like that. But like some of the original rules were like you're once you go to the dispensary and get it and go to transport it home with you. Yeah, everything has to stay sealed. It has to still have all the seals on it. Then once you get it home and open it, you're not allowed to travel with it again. It was considered like an open container. But like my thing is, is they're calling it medicine and they're using They're saying that this is your medicine. You have this medical diagnosis that you need this. How are you going to tell somebody that they can't take their medicine somewhere? Yeah. And uh, another one of the weird rules Ohio has is the vaping. Um, and the concentrate yeah. captage. I'm pretty sure somebody told me it just got up, but like originally, I don't know if it's still like that, but you were only allowed to vape flour. You couldn't like roll it into a joint or pack it into the bong because the combustion yeah. of you lighting it was bad for your lungs and the state of Ohio didn't want to tell you like, it's okay for you to do this. Right, exactly. So since vaping was such lower temperatures, they were more comfortable telling you to vape the flour versus actually lighting it. All yeah. I'm saying is, when they prescribe you a Vicodin, they don't tell you not to crush it up and stuff. <laughs> You're correct. They definitely do. It's in your, it's in your paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need proof. It's, but, like, <laughs> it's not a main talking point. <laughs> and it, it, but it, other than like giving you access to like you want something today, you one. It's way overpriced. Ohio has horrible prices. Um, it started to kind of, could get a little bit better recently, but man, when we first opened, people were blown away when they would walk in and see the TV playing the list of prices, and you were getting oh, yeah. like twenty five dollars worth of weed for sixty five bucks plus tax. Yeah, and it was just, and then like all the cartridges, all the waxes, everything was all on the lower end of the spectrum because they had a cap. You were your concentrates that in Michigan you can go get ninety percent wax. But they're, they were originally capped at 70. Yeah. So hey, everything you get in Ohio that you're paying more for would be weaker. But you can take your Ohio card, not telling anybody to do this, up to Michigan, walk into any medical dispensary and buy anything you want. But it is illegal for you to bring it back across the border home with you. So you can take your doctor's card, walk into any medical dispensary and get whatever you want, and then turn around and you would have to use it on their side of the border, per se. Uh, but it is still legal for you to bring that back to Ohio. It's interesting. See, there's a lot of, I hear a lot about, uh, um, we're in such a gray area right now with, because uh, like you have things as like illegal, legal weed like that, like you have legal marijuana. And then, but if you retransport it after opening it, it's now illegal marijuana. Like the yep. same marijuana. And this, and the fun fact, or the funny thing is, is like, so the reason I let my card expire is because I got pulled over with marijuana in my car. And uh, mine was in a sandwich baggie, so the cop was like, hey, this is in a state-sealed container and everything like that. And I said, it, if so I gave it to him. I didn't argue with the guy. I let him search my car. I let him do whatever he wanted. I took my ticket. And the argument that he gave me was like, you went this far to get your card and to do all this. Why aren't you like abiding by the rule that you said you would do? And my answer or my question to him is, is do you want to pay $90 for $40 worth of oil for your car? <laughs> like you're not, you're not going to go to somebody who you know is going to charge you double what something's worth. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. And yeah, it's test te tested and held to higher standards, but in today's market, there's a lot of bad things out there for you, whether it comes from a dispensary or not. 
Yeah. That's wild. We can also talk about the Ohio 10th. We don't sell 8ths in Ohio. Yeah, we sell a 10th. 2.83. Yeah. And they charge, you know, 45 bucks for those. Uh, and, and as low as 30. I've seen them as low as 30, but so top, top tier 45. It, I know that there's been changes to, you know, laws and everything like that. And it, it definitely does depend on the locality and your police department. But, like, isn't there a legal um, not illegal a an amount of marijuana that you can carry without facing like major issues so if you're a medical patient i mean you can have what they consider 90 days of supply at any time so three months of but supply. if but if you're just talking about like you as like a person without their card it's only a minor misdemeanor for up to 100 grams and that's almost a quarter pound of weed. I mean, that's almost four ounces of weed. Yeah. And it's only a minor misdemeanor. Oh, wow. So, I mean, to most people, that's six, seven, not $100 worth of weed for a misdemeanor. With my ticket total came to 50 something dollars for my possession charge. And that was it. I didn't have to go to court. I didn't have to do anything. I just had to submit the thing online. And mm. that was it. That's, that's so wild that I... I mean, I don't know. Do you do you think that the next steps would be to legalize recreational marijuana in our state? Oh, it's already happening. Yeah, it's already in process. The See, and they've had it in mind the whole time because the dispensary that I worked at has two halves, um, and they only used one of them. They never let the employees access the other half. Uh, but we had security cameras that covered that. So when I was working security, I could see rooms that other people couldn't see. And they have a whole half of the building set up with a storefront and everything, just like the other half of the building. So when it goes recreational, they have a recreational half. Mm-hmm. But then supposedly they put a rule into the guidelines where they're not allowed to be on the same property. So uh-huh. they built that building in hopes of one day being able to run it. Yeah. And, then, and it may still change between now and then. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But there's a whole half of the building. So, I mean, it's always in the mind of once you take this first step, this is going to happen is somewhere in the long run. It's yeah. just like Ann Arbor and mushrooms. You can go to Ann Arbor and buy mushrooms now. That's wild. See, that's crazy to me because like also on the federal level, like if it's legalized on the federal level, you still have the state level. We still have, you're going to have states that hold out and keep it illegal on a state level, you know? Well, merely, merely the biggest thing that happens when you federally legalize it is well you a it's now federally legal but you're now paying uh a tax every state that is legal and has sales in place is now paying a tax to uncle sam for that now as well so that's the Uh, biggest thing yeah so government just wants their cut they don't really give a fuck about anything so is marijuana uh legal national No, no not yet okay that's what i was wondering and I mean, it would have other benefits. It would give all these, you know, companies legitimate banking options now, and they wouldn't have to fucking launder their money. That's how Wait, I get paid. There is a lot of good things to it being legalized and everything like that, but the black market will always thrive. Oh yeah, I because agree. like I watch a lot of I watch a lot of people from like L.A. and shit like that on YouTube, and a lot of people from other places, and they still are the the best products are still always going to be black market. Yeah, and sure. sometimes sometimes black market stuff is cleaner than what you can go in and get at a, at a dispensary sometimes. I mean, 
it's so easy for we were talking about it i'm in a pretty good sized discord of about twelve thousand people from michigan um they are all into marijuana and everything like that and me and this guy were talking about how easy it would be for you to fake test results on something so like if i grow all of this ice cream cake and i walk into a dispensary and i buy one of their apes of ice cream cake i take it and test it and tell you it's mine this is my testing of ice cream cake i know that this one from the dispensary is supposed to pass so if it passed with the same close it'll never be the exact same but if it tests and does good numbers and everything like that i tell you that this test result is for everything i grew because it's the same stuff you now have a clean test results for all this weed you never tested so you don't know if there's mold mildew pesticides i mean there is horrible things that can use and do use to grow weed and treat issues like bugs or mites or just there's all types of chemicals that people can use Mm -hmm. and some of them have been banned for years and people still find out a way to scrounge them up like i'm pretty sure there's this one chemical called like equal 20 and it's been banned for like 17 years or something like that and people still fail tests for it to this day because it can take moldy nasty weed and make it and kill all the mold and everything that's on it but then it's covered in the chemical yeah so then you're just inhaling that chemical so it's kind of like asbestos yeah it's and it's everywhere that's wild i'm learning so much this is pretty pretty crazy isn't it it's crazy just to think that i can i can go vacation somewhere and just kill every brain cell that i have with marijuana and then i have to come home and it's like yeah if i did this uh here what i did 24 hours ago I would probably be dead or in jail. But let's say you forget a little bit in your pocket, pack your jeans away in the airport, then it's a big problem. It's a big problem. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like, <laughs> the and that's how we got to the story of my lovely wife eating a hundred milligram rice krispie treat the last day before Vegas and blacking out in a casino. <laughs> <laughs> how much money did you lose that night? Oh, buddy, that trip cost us ten grand. I believe that. It was a very, very expensive trip, but it was so much. Good, good. It was, I haven't, I haven't, what? Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just gonna. I was just saying it was. It was a lot of fun. I mean, if even if you only go one time, it's worth it. You gotta go. I mean, it's one of those things, right? The bucket list thing. Yeah. It's not um, on mine. Really? No. I can see that. Like I'm, it's, I'm I'm more for views. The, you should definitely go. I'm not. I mean, I'm no, but not I'm talking kidding. like if I'm going, I'm going to like out into the desert and stuff like that. Like I'm not going yeah. to like a casino no, or like nothing like yeah. that. Like, well, that's not my. See, I have an issue with um, hyperfixation that leads to addiction that only lasts for a very short period of time. So when I got there, I was like, oh no, this is not going to be a big deal at all. But I lost almost two grand in the first six hours that I was there. So yeah. it turned into a big deal. Okay. Yeah, no, listen, me and you are the same because I'll do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go I'm gonna go out in the desert for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go find some guy yes. who says he can get me something to get, fix my mind, and then we're just going to go from there. <laughs> so then you start enjoying the scenery, like, you know, going through the palace, and you kind of stay away from – the blackjack tables and stuff but then you kind of you get to start you, seeing you wander back <laughs> always i mean I, 
they I call mean, your name from across the casino. Well, you know what makes it worse? Sitting three tables down from somebody who just won a $42,000 jackpot oh, for getting God. a blackjack. Yeah, like, that's that's your downfall right there. I mean, you're sitting there like, Fuck, I could that do that. Me. That could have been me. I'm <laughs> like, I'll do the next one. And, and just think, the casino probably paid him like, "Hey, here's six hundred dollars for you to fake this win, so everybody around you blows the, their money real quick." And, and it's just there are. I mean, you you can make money just sitting at the tables. People will gift you chips. They will get like just because maybe they like you, okay? And they'll be like, "Hey, here's this." I was sitting next to a high roller for no reason. This lady didn't had no, like she did not belong at this table. I was playing a fifteen dollar minimum. This lady had six black chips, which are a thousand dollars a piece. She was <laughs> fucking gambling with those bitches in in the center bullpen, in the pit, not at a high stakes table, and she was gambling with six grand. And I was like, you and me, not the same person here. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't you do not belong at this table right now and we're sitting there she said you know what i'm gonna call it a night everything under a thousand dollars just slid right over to me it was only 250 bucks but, but it was actually 250 less. bucks but if somebody in town <laughs> gave you 250 that's, uh, bucks you're like that's, hot that's damn. life that's life yeah. changing money for guys like me and tyler <laughs> i mean here, so. like just just sitting there and being like ma'am i've sat here for 15 minutes playing blackjack with you you are kicking my ass okay you are really good at this game and you're just letting your change roll off like it was pennies but that's just the environment you know and plus you get super happy because they feed you drinks constantly casino culture is so weird to me so josh if you see a quarter on the floor are you picking up the quarter fuck no man that's not worth my time i definitely i am okay i i know i get it so you on that? So you on that Bill Gates level? Of, okay, no. Bill Gates would have. To, there would have to be. More? There would have to be two hundred and like fifty thousand some dollars laying no. on the ground for Bill Gates to even like bother bending over to pick. If I see a five, I'll pick it up. Anything below, I'm not. Oh my god! You I'm fucking. I'm telling you. Oh my I, god! He has a balcony. He has a balcony. <laughs> the class war. He's on the other side. <laughs> I so yeah yeah this is this is something true story just happened uh probably right when we got here I uh, just moved back to Ohio and I was with my grandparents my grandfather okay we were walking out of Walmart and I got into the car and I'm just I'm walking past I look over and I say hey look that somebody drops a couple dollars my grandfather chases this these couple dollars to the to the parking lot. Whatever, no big deal. So we're pulling out, and I'm like, I'm like, why did you do that? He said, every penny counts. I'm like, okay, sure. So we're we're driving past the Applebee's, and he makes me stop the car. He sees a dollar bill sitting in the uh, in the little like grassy area behind Applebee's where the Walmart parking lot butts up against it, and he makes me stop the car to get out and get that dollar bill. I, oh no, yeah! No fucking way. Why? Why a dollar? Bro, that dude lived through some like probably some like Great Depression style bullshit. Okay, he's fifty years old. So it, inflation, baby. I, I money was worth more when he was younger, regardless of his age. <laughs> oh, I, I have a good one on that. Cannot. Okay, no. I hate to. Okay, he's never gonna listen. It's fine. My boss. It, he's been working at my place of work 
36 years. When he started, he was making, it was like $5 an hour, jumped up to nine after 90 days, right? He was making the equivalent of $29. Then he's making less than $29 now. That's fucking amazing. Isn't it wild? He was pissed off when I explained that to him. He was like, I gotta ask for more money. I was like, that's what I've been saying, man. You gotta that's go. what I've been saying, man. Come <laughs> yeah, on, man. Inflation, bro. You need that 8% <laughs> rate. Come on, bro. 8% <laughs> in the last year. 8% in the last year. Come on, bro. You hear I, me? Let's do this. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Well, it, and then, like, we're sitting here talking about, like, inflation and everything like that. I mean, cannabis also has crazy taxes on it. Oh, my God. Like... I think Chicago has one of the worst ones. Like theirs is like a ridiculous tax. Yeah. But, and that's and then that's on top of your uh like regular all taxes that you have to pay on it. Like sales tax? Yeah. So it's another it's in here trying to find it. It's like another like eight or nine percent. That is insane. Ohio literally dips into every single process of yep. cannabis creation. So you're obviously getting taxed to grow it. You get taxed when uh, you test it. The ta- the people testing it are getting taxed because they took money from you uh, to test the cannabis. So the state's dipping into their pocket. They're dipping into the cultivator's pocket. Uh, and then ultimately they dip into the dis- the final dispensary sale. So they dip right into the you know dispensary's pocket. There is not a phase that our cannabis goes through where it is not being charged by the state for existing. It's fucking. I feel like we do that for a lot of things. I don't. Have, I mean, is that right? Like, yeah, probably. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's just crazy. Like, to, like when something new, like cannabis, comes onto the scene. Um, a lot of people, whether they're for or against it, the first thing that comes to their mind is like, oh, all this revenue. Um, but, you know, after, you know, Peter and Paul get theirs and then the state gets theirs, and I mean, eventually, you know, I, I'm confident it'll happen. The federal government will get theirs on top of that. Um, it, it's not the illustrious money-making, you know, fucking machine like the black market is. Because obviously it's the black market. Uh, everything's handled in cash or, you know, via some sort of payment transfer. I don't know how a lot of uh, street level guys are dealing with the whole cash app thing and the six hundred dollar thing that the fucking government's doing now. But I guess we'll we'll find out next tax season. So it ends up with you paying one hundred fifty dollars for a gram. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> like, like I said, I mean, if if you're that worried about it, keep your currency with the dead presidents, man. Don't let money die. That's all I have to say. So quick plug. Uh, I'm opening a new business in town. I was going to ask you about that tonight, actually. It's going. It's going. It's a little uh, rocky right now, but we'll get there. So uh, come check us out in our dying mall. (laughs) But uh, so honestly, you're in the Southland Mall. Before you finish that plug, what's left in that mall? Uh, There's twelve stores that have signed leases. some really, some really, some really large stores that are going really high end to... stuff. No, not not like super exciting, uh, like store wise. But we do have uh, three contracts that have been signed. Deposits have been made. Money is being put into them into their actual units uh, for some attractions. 
I can't really go anymore just because it's part of our NDA that we signed, uh, part of our whatever it's called. That's exciting. Yeah. So hopefully we do get, you know, we do get some more things rolling around. But on the, you know, money topic of like what goes into the distribution, I don't pay taxes on any of my product. Okay. So when I purchase product from a distributor, I do not pay taxes at all. I am then hit with a 22% tax on everything that I sell and I have to file and I have to file my taxes once a month. That is where that is where I'm at right now as a vendor. So as a vendor as a you know a, a sole actually an LLC our actual retail sales are taxed at 22%. All I have to say is you better hire a bookkeeper who can make those books look really fucking appealing if you want to stay in business on it. And by appealing, I mean short sell your fucking. Not gonna happen, because yeah. that's Brianna... a good that's a good claim for something that's going to be posted on the internet. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> never, that will never happen. Brianna, Brianna wants to kind of take this and run, and yeah, you know, so we we want to make sure that it's completely legal. We want to make sure that we don't have any issues. So that's going to be something that we have to take into consideration because it's not going to be just resale anymore. It's not going to be something that where you like flip it online, where you are protected by resale uh, tax rights and all this and that. You can write off, you know, gas and transport, transportation, and everything like that. This is actually going to we get it's our brick and mortar, right baby. The, yeah, this we get our breaks right up front, so it's yeah. real. It's nice in the beginning, but yeah. that's something that I'm worried about is a 22% tax because you have to pay. It's like seven and a half for the state of Ohio uh eight eight and a half for uh the feds. For the feds and then you have to pay the taxes on the items that you purchased with no you know with no sales tax so we have two options either charge that to our customers or we pay it we you know bite the bullet and take it out right now our plan is to go 100 cash like just I mean, it's not a bad idea uh, just to start off to see where we're at because if you think about it if we utilize credit card, if we utilize any type of payment services, we have to charge that to our customers. I was say now you're now they're dipping in your pocket too for swiping that card. Exactly. So, and I don't know if you guys have checked or ever have a reason to. You know, it's seventy nine cents a swipe. Yeah. Just a just a swipe a card. Seventy nine cents. That's where you get uh, smaller businesses have um, like purchase minimums. Yeah. Uh, like. like some of the ones I've seen in town for like Delco drive through, uh, mm-hmm. it's like $10, $10 minimums. Ten, yeah. Because otherwise you don't make money. Uh, yeah. Like the nice thing for us is our profit margins are just not to toot our own horn, but it's They're almost, nice. It's almost 95%. Like yeah. that's what our profit margins are right now. Um, after calculating in your brick and mortar, you probably drop it down to probably close to 80. So we are going to end up biting the bullet, but, with that being said, that's really where Uncle Sam and your local municipalities really tighten their grip around your throat when it comes to your money. You know what I miss in that mall? Stephen Berry's. That store was the shit. Stephen There was a hot topic. I worked in the Sears there for years until it closed. What'd you do there? Appliance sales. Really? Hot topic. I love hot topic. I bet you do, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he was a little skater boy back in the day don't forget 
I'm a recovering emo. It's okay. Recovering. Hey, how many "Bring Me to the Horizon" T-shirts did you buy there? Uh, two. <laughs> two. My Chemical Romance T-shirts are what was uh, top of mind. Uh, actually, peak emo, eighth grade-ish. That was a Vin Sevenfold. That's oh, what oh yeah. yeah. You know, I never, <laughs> I never made it over to the Black Veiled Brides uh, wagon. That, no. that wasn't for me. But there's a, there's a cover of these two little kids this little ginger boy this little blonde kid covering a black phil bride song <laughs> yeah. this is the best video on the internet it's hilarious ever it, it's so good so good you've either seen it or you haven't <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry yeah so uh since we have a guest tonight though uh i heard from a little bird named tyler that uh speaking of just to build on our uh productive marijuana talk i heard you're uh, doing some work with high times here soon yeah, so I'm actually in the process of it uh, right now. Um, so I'm assuming a lot of people have probably heard about the Cannabis Cup. Of course. Um, yeah. But I'm just going to assume that Josh hasn't. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good assumption. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Cannabis Cup was a big thing. Uh, they do them all over in legal states where, um, like, caregiver brands... Uh, well, it used to be caregiver brands, but not anymore. So now it's licensed dispo companies would submit samples and you would go there and spend a day walking around an event and like judging everything that you could try so like everybody would give you like a sample of flour a sample of this and everybody would do some voting and then you would return well the first year after co or when uh, when covid hit um it was right at the if i'm not mistaken it was like right at the end and they had just did one so then when we were mid covid crisis they didn't do one at all and then this year, how they decided to bring it all back was they're not going to do the Cannabis Cup where you walk in and everybody's all in the same area. Um, you had to go on their website and you could submit a judging application. And once you submit your application, the application was nothing really, just like your name, your phone number, your address, and why you want to do it. And they would accept you or deny you. And then... That would didn't even guarantee that you could judge. So then there was 12 dispensaries in Michigan that all received pack uh, the back. They were the backpacks, and there was like 17 different categories you could do: indica flower, sativa flower, hybrid flower, edibles, pre rolls, infused pre rolls, which are like bigger pre rolls with wax and distillate and keef and all that stuff all over them. And there was just medical categories and recreational categories and everything along those lines, but you still had to purchase it. So I decided after I got accepted, um, I went to Michigan at approximately 4.30 in the morning and went and got inside of a line outside of a dispensary across the state line and waited. I did not get into the dispensary that opened at nine, I did not walk in the front door until twelve thirty. Ew, I don't like that. And now I did go to the one closest to the Ohio border. It's literally three and a half minutes almost across the border. That's hilarious. And it's across a country road. So like most people who take seventy one or like a busier road into Michigan, there's like a welcome to Michigan sign. Well, this one you're just driving down a dirt road and your GPS is like welcome to Michigan. <laughs> and then you show up and there's That's like a, 
there's like a Burger King and then like four dispos just sitting right there. Hell yeah. And I pulled up and there was no parking on the property. So we had to park like across the road and then walk across and get in line. And it was cold and it was nasty. And I didn't think I was going to get anything because the website says each place could have two of each kit. So like two sativa kits, two indica kits, two of each kits up to 20. Well, I figure we got it. We're all the way at the back of the building. We pretty much have to do a full circle around the building. We're like starting at the door. We have to work our way all around the building and go around and get to the door. <laughs> and I'm like, the only way we're getting um, a backpack is if everybody's limited to one apiece. If, they, if this dispensary has the max of 20 of each category and everybody's limited to one of each, we might get one. I was not optimistic at all. I thought I was wasting my time. I was out there in the cold bitching, talking about I should just drive home, how this is bullshit. And I'm just ready to go home because I've been up since 4.30 and it's 12.30 and I haven't even been inside yet. I'm just, I'm over it. I'm ready to go home. And then the dude in front of me walks out. So there's the door, the entrance is right by the exit. So I would watch, they, it was a limited, they would do four people inside at a time. So before four more people could come in, four had to walk out. So we're waiting on this guy, and most people are spending like 20 minutes in there. And this dude spent an hour and 45 minutes in there. He, <laughs> oh, there were 17 categories, and he bought 22 bags. So they weren't limiting people. So I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna walk in here." And there's gonna, they had to have way more than 20 apiece because I watched multiple people carry out like 10 bags, and the rule was one per transaction. So that guy bought 22 bags. They had to do a full transaction. And then do another transaction and then do another transaction. So he got 22 separate receipts for all these backpacks. Now, I was lucky enough to get both packs that I wanted. I wanted the infused pre-rolls. Um, so like I have a bunch of tubes uh, that for you guys are like, I hate this background thing, but it's a pretty fat tube. Um, this one is a packwood. And it is this whole cigar in here is 4.2 grams. Damn. And it's That's covered in wax. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your spot. <laughs> and there's all type, they give you all types of stuff, but you got a backpack for each category. So you get two backpacks. I've got two backpacks. I got two. So I brought them home. And you open the backpack, and all of your samples are in there, and they're all labeled. And then you get a placard with your login numbers and where you log in at. So I have about, I have until June 12th to test 37 samples of flour and uh, I have 19 pre-rolls. And so I have until June 12th, I believe, to submit my answers. Now, when I log into the website, they give you like, visually, how pleasing is this on a scale of one to 10? And then you have to write, 200 characters about how it looks and then how is the smell one to ten 200 characters and then um like uh, the dryness the quality of the bud itself was it dry was it small was it cr like yeah. was it crunchy there's multiple different things but uh they were all one gram supposed to be one gram samples uh, but I've weighed every one I've opened, and I've had a couple that were under a gram, but I've also had some that were like 4.8. Wow. So I've had like two that were like in the fours, and 
everything like that that were supposed to be ones. So it's really what, cool. Then what they'll do is they'll take all your feed, everybody's feedback from all of the things that you submit and everything like that, and that's how they'll judge Michigan's Cannabis Cup winners for this. So this actually didn't have really any um, uh, monetary incentive for you then. This was no, just uh, experience. Nope. Yeah, oh. no, there was no monetary. Now the pro- like, so like the value for like the pre-roll backpack, if they were to sell it in the dispensary, um, everything was at the listing price. I think it was like four hundred and eighty-seven dollars. But I only pay you only pay like one hundred and twelve plus tax. Okay, that's not terrible. So, like, you get all of it for, like, heavily discounted. Yeah, um, makes it worth it. For your time and everything like that. Yeah. Um, But there was a lot of categories. It was really cool. They had, like, uh, 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 not the place I was at, but of the other dispos I saw, um, they some places did, like, breakfast and was, like, cooking out on griddles and everything like that. All right. Like, for the people in line. Because there's a High Times dispensary in Michigan. Um. So that that, packed. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because it was in downtown Detroit, and then actually somebody said there was nobody there, and I was like, <laughs> "Man, meanwhile I'm standing in line around a building. I got to walk around a couple times." That was the one that everyone from Ohio was hitting up. It sounds like. Uh huh. Well, that and the dude that carried out 22 bags was from like New Jersey. What a fucking asshole! But um, there was. I got. That's a scary <laughs> ride home. Yeah, yeah that's a fact. <laughs> I got the categories right here. There was indica flower, sativa, hybrid pre-rolls, infused pre-rolls, solvent concentrates, which would be like your regular BHO waxes, and then non-solvent, which would be like rosin, um, non-distillate vapes, distillate vapes, edible gummies, edibles that were not gummies, topicals, tinctures, and capsules, which would be like your lotions and your um, droppers of oil for your mouth. You can and get high like off that. a lotion? No. no. No, that's it not does what it's used for. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so concerned. It's, a, it's but, like a think of it like Tylenol for your skin. Yeah. <laughs> what? It helps and, with pain relief on joints and shit like that, Josh. But it's really funny. It's it's really You're funny that you say edge. that though, because back in the day, when I first wandered into the world of black market cannabis, this guy sent me a list of what he had that I could uh, inquire on, and. At the bottom of his list, he had 1,000 milligram THC lube. Yes. So I call my wife, and I'm like, hey, we're going to try something like <laughs> next week, and I need to know if you feel any different afterwards, because in my head, I'm processing it like she's going to get wrecked. Because <laughs> like, there's all those stories. I remember hearing, like, when I was in high school of hearing like, stories of like girls like soaking tampons and alcohol. Yeah. and stuff like that and it like soaking in and they get like belligerently drunk very quick so in my head i was thinking like she's gonna get really stoned really fast and so but so i'm on google trying to figure out if this guy's gonna rip me off if he just telling me like ky jelly in a clear bottle or something like that <laughs> like trying to figure out like is this a real thing and then i found out it wasn't psychoactive and i was like what the hell was the point yeah like what are we accomplishing yeah uh, what I'm speechless. That is so fucking funny. Yeah, listen, I know exactly where I can find the picture of it to send to you two. I'm not going to lie. I would have probably still bought it. Yeah, listen, be- listen, listen, we thought about it. <laughs> Just because of the, like, I wanted to see the, pa- on in all honesty, I wanted to see the packaging. Mm-hmm. That was my, that was my 100% on, like, why would I buy this was, I think I need to look at the packaging it comes in. 
I have a theory. It makes you last longer. Yeah, so what, listen, was, what was the second bag that you got, though? Besides the, I got the the indica flower because okay. sativa makes my heart race and makes me go a little crazy. Tyler's witnessed that in person a couple times. All right. Was that the time <laughs> that you had to go to the hospital? Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. That was a great time. I got the picture. I'm sending it to you right now. So oh, there's so basically there's just like so basically the topical thc is used as neosporin is used as what neosporin what you're not like treating like burns and cuts with it i don't i mean you're you're using it as like a anti-inflammatory on joints that are causing you issues or a pain you know a pain relief uh cream on you know your back or something you know so if you Google why should I use a THC lotion, it says cannabis lotions, creams, and salves work nicely on concentrated areas of sore muscles or joint pain, including arthritis or knots in your back. The antioxidant properties of cannabis can provide relief from skin irritation and rashes as well. But then there's me, who is a very avid cannabis user, and I'm actually allergic. I have to take an allergy pill. And when I used to work at the dispensary, we did a trip to one of the grows. And when I was in the grow room with all the plants, I was like, we had to like put the suit on and everything. I broke out in hives and like got like hives and everything from being around it. And if I'm ever around the large amounts of it, I break out in hives and like my throat starts to swell up. But it still doesn't stop me from smoking. I just take my allergy pill in the morning and I'm cool. Damn. That's dedication. A lot of people I know who are allergic to something fuck with it. Yeah. Um, I like cinnamon. Oh. Good. Are you allergic to cinnamon? I sure am. Uh, <laughs> Listen. Can you tell me that? <laughs> so did you, did you ever do the cinnamon challenge? Yes. How that's did that when, go? That's when I first realized that I was allergic to cinnamon. Um, it, that's what made you allergic to cinnamon is what uh, I'm hearing. Pretty. I mean. Tyler, did you ever do it? Pretty much. Yeah, once. So I did it once, and I did it home alone because I didn't know anyone, anybody. Did. I wanted to see if I could do it before I showed somebody if I could do it or not. So like, this was my trial run to decide whether <laughs> I showed my friends whether I could do this or not. And I'm sitting here, and my nobody's home. And when you put it in your mouth, it instantly dries out. I mean, it's instantly like... You're in the Sahara Desert, been wandering for 47 days and 47 nights, <laughs> fantasizing about a 7-Up machine or something like that. Like, it's bad. And I remember choking and, and like, losing consciousness for a brief second. And all this I is could how th- I die. All I can think about is my dad's going to come home to a son covered in cinnamon laying on the kitchen floor, dead as hell. Listen, we were in high school eating breakfast one day. And someone around us had cinnamon toast crunch. And Josh just grabbed it and opened it, eat, started eating it nonchalantly. And I was like, wait a minute. And he was like, yeah, I know. And he just got up and just walked, <laughs> walked into the nurse's <laughs> office to get an EpiPen. <laughs> Have yeah. I ever t- so the suddenness of that reminds me. Have I ever told you the story about Brad and NyQuil? No. Um, a very good friend of mine who's now my roommate and lives with me and is one of my best friends. But when I was starting to get to know him, he texted me and said, hey, I'm having a rough day and I'm on my way home from work and I don't think I can make it home to piss. Can I stop at your place? And I was like, yeah, go ahead. So I'm sitting on the couch 
and he walks in and he goes in my bathroom and he takes a piss and he comes on he says hey i see a bottle of nyquil in there i'm not feeling too hot can i like take that and i was like yeah like i don't need it like i'm cool right now so go ahead take it if you think you need it he walks back in my living room it's got a seal on it he cracks the seal opens it and just chugs the whole bottle right there in front of me (laughs) now i don't know if you guys are as big of a pussy as i am but nyquil tastes like shit yeah and even for a better note this was the nyquil with vix in it so it was like drinking a menthol like it's the i honestly think it's one of the nastiest things i've ever put in my mouth it's a tough one i had to use it recently and he chugged the whole bottle dropped the bottle in my trash can and said all right i'm going home love you bye (laughs) i have a limited amount of time to get home (laughs) (laughs) i got 10 minutes before i passed the fuck out dude i didn't hear from him for like 17 hours after that damn yeah a tablespoon of nyquil puts me like down and out yeah so imagine if you drank even just like no way i take i take the recommended dose and i'm usually like lights out i'm I'm good yeah Yeah. you see i don't take that i I don't measure it out i just throw the i just pour some in my mouth i'm like that seems about right this is usually the amount. It's actually I <laughs> do that. Feels with, about right. I, I do that with uh, Robitussin, but that doesn't make you fall asleep or sleepy. So, oh uh, no, yeah, listen, I, I'm I'm one. I'm a fighter. I'm taking it in the morning before work, and we gonna that's duke it I, out. Uh, <laughs> we gonna that's duke I was it gonna out. say a big open day quill in the morning. <laughs> no, Ny- I'm doing Nyquil, and I'm a just no, fight. I'm a I'm a thug it out, bro. Yep. Damn. <laughs> that terrifies me i'd be falling asleep at my desk no joke man i couldn't do it now like i i couldn't do it now that i have to take care of my son all day but like on a regular work day if i'm standing up i'm not sleeping yeah (laughs) yeah you got me there with the kids man it's i got two sons and yeah there ain't no fucking way it's happening these days yeah no he'd be on my ass like back pockets that's funny um yeah so that uh going back to the allergy piece uh, one of our no longer friends fed me snickerdoodles in, a, in journalism once. I went home and did not come back to school that day because uh, my throat completely was just closed up. EpiPen was injected. Dad had to come pick me up from school. It was very tough. And now I really I do my best not to mess with cinnamon too much anymore. I'm definitely going to fuck up and give you something with cinnamon on it at some point, but I hope we can still be friends afterwards. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's an accepted fate right now. So, but it's always, it's always funny to hear about the stories where you first realize that you're allergic to something. Cause you just, you never know until you know, and, cinnamon, and the cinnamon challenge is really what put me on my ass. Every time I hear the word EpiPen, I think of pharma. What's that? Oh, the dude who ran the company that was responsible for raising uh, the price of EpiPens by 750%. Yeah, those yeah. are, they're pretty expensive. Yeah. He how, much is, up, how much is an EpiPen? 450 bucks. For one? For one. And they're only, crazy. Good for, they're only good for six months. You can get them in Canada for like $15, $20 maybe. Maybe oh, so what you that, so what you, you tell me you can buy EpiPens over the counter in Canada. True. Yeah. So what you, you tell me here? is we're gonna go to Canada 
and help my boy Josh out with some cheap. You, you have to, <laughs> you have to, uh, to get an EpiPen here, you have to call the doctor and have them prescribe another uh, round of EpiPens. You only get, of course, two prescriptions a year. And if you use one, it's almost like you have to fill out this paperwork on why you used it. So in high school, I'd never really cared because, you know, dad took care of that. And or the, the nurse, school. yeah, or the school, because if I didn't have one on file, the nurse had them because, the, you know, you can't have a kid die in, in high school. It's not, not ideal. It's probably, yeah, frowned, it's probably frowned upon somewhere. Oh, for sure. Um, well, me and this nurse had a great relationship because the first day of freshman year, I broke my ankle. So she knew me, you know, pretty well. And uh, the time that I ate snickerdoodles, which who brings snickerdoodles, but are you 60? Anyway. um, Hey, those are top tier in my book. So those are fighting words. They are really good because they're like cinnamon sugar cookies. And I'm not going to lie. They're pretty good. But I didn't have an EpiPen. So that's what really sparked the whole, oh, we're going to have to send you to the hospital now. So. Uh, I had a couple of those little emergency walkouts throughout my high school career, but I try to live my life on jackass rules. It's exciting, right? It's exciting. What yeah. What is the worst trip to the ER you've ever had? Senior year, stepping off a ledge, breaking my ankle in uh, Florida. Tyler, do I am I confirming <laughs> that that's his worst? No, no, I'm asking. No, I'm asking yours. Grippy socks. It has uh, to be grippy socks. Grippy socks. Yeah, grippy listen. Socks. I've got grippy socks too, but that's not my worst. Grippy socks uh, are pretty bad. Uh, I don't know, man. One time, uh, I wrecked my bike pretty bad, like my bicycle. Uh, like I don't know, a chain popped off, took my handlebars to the stomach. I was laying. I like this happened on like the train tracks by my house. But I like got up and like walked off the tracks, but like. My friends were terrified. My parents were terrified. It was really funny. I went to the ER, had a little bit of bruising, nothing. It wasn't too bad, but the whole situation where everybody else around me was like, like is he going to die? It was just kind of funny. I See, grippy socks wasn't bad for me. My personal one is I put my hand in a saw blade on accident once and almost lost my finger. I got a scar all the way down my finger and around it. When I worked at Silverline, which was, uh, for those of you who don't know, they make windows here in our town. Oh, we're very, fi- well, Tyler and I are familiar. <laughs> and uh, I uh, was using a chop saw and I had a pencil in my hand. And I shut the chop saw and it grabbed the end of the pencil that was in my hand and pulled my hand in and cut all the way down to the bone. And the, uh, yeah, it wasn't fun. It was a lot of stitches and it sucked. My finger was hanging there. And they didn't have any medical person on staff. So, like, they're like, go to the infirmary. They'll take care of you. Meanwhile, they're pulling some lady off a line somewhere who's got, like, CPR training. And that's who's going to come tell me what's wrong with my hand. <laughs> so, going to come say, yeah, you should drive yourself to the ER. <laughs> no, my, sure you so, so you're not allowed to drive yourself. So my boss drove me. And he says, make sure you tell him that you did this at work. And I'm like, nope, because then there's a piss test. I did this at home. But one time I should have went to the ER. I had a, uh, I worked for Lowe's and was doing delivery and I had a dryer box blow up in my hand and shocked the whole left side of my body. And I couldn't feel my arm for probably like three months. 
and Paige was like, yo, you should do like, we're coming up on like three months. You should go to the hospital. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Tomorrow I'm going to go to the hospital. And then tomorrow I got all feeling back. Can I tell you a really funny, embarrassing story? Yeah, that just reminded me. I'm awful for uh, embarrassing stories. Uh, Yesterday, I was putting up. Oh, yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, I was putting up some lights in our store. And number one um, rule of working with electric is you shut the electric off. And since it is commercial, everything is ran off of 220 instead of uh, 120s. And I was putting up the lights, forgot to shut the electric off, and I went to strip a wire to uh, do a connection. My wire strippers went into the middle of the mall. I fell backwards off a eight foot ladder, landed flat on my back, no breath. I was completely alone. And it was just, my hat was on the ground. My hair was standing up. Like I just, uh-huh. like I just touched, uh, you know, one of those uh, things at Kosai and no, like, like you touched the 220. Uh, no, I tried to strip a live, a live wire, wire. wire. Yeah. Right. I was saying your hair was standing up like you tried uh, yeah. to touch <laughs> yeah. a 220. Yeah. Well, and see, and that's what those dryer boxes are. Yeah. And the weird thing about those is like, so 120, when you get shocked by it, you're able to pull yourself away from it. When it's a 220, if you like grab it, you tighten up around it and you can't let go. So when that dryer box shocked me, I got stuck on the metal and I was stuck on this ladder, literally shaking. And there was just current running through me. And the only reason I got off of it was because my coworker kicked the ladder out from under me. And because if he grabbed me, it just kept going through him. So he kicks the ladder out from under me and I fall and smack my face off the washer. And like my tooth like went up into my gum and they had to like pull it back down. Ooh. Yeah, no, it was not a good time. I got a left arm that don't work and a tooth in my mouth that's like sh- not where it's supposed to be. Yeah, it was it was a very uh, shocking experience to say the least. Uh, and just thinking about that being completely alone on my back in the mall where people are just walking past the store because the only people that are still there are the old people that walk around the mall. And this little 90-year-old fragile lady is not going to be able to pick my big ass off the ground. So I'm just laying there, embarrassed as I'll get out. <laughs> and it's just, it was so, looking back, that is so funny. I mean. I really wish she'd have, like, she hulked you and, like, picked you up and fireman carried you to the ambulance. It was, I, I just will not, I will, I was terrified to work on anything else in that store the last couple of days. I just I started like licking my fingers and touching the wires before I even cut into them anymore. I do not trust myself or anything inside that store. No, thank you on electric. No thanks. <laughs> people go to school for that. I did not. <laughs> no. The the people on YouTube do a really good job of telling you what you should do. They say they went to school. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just like the instructor. The instructor tells you what to do. These guys on YouTube tell me what to do. Some of the boxes in our grow up in Johnstown are like 480 or 420 or some bullshit. Employees were getting into those boxes and resetting shit. None of them trained electrician. And when the director found out about it, he's like, you realize like if you fuck up in there, you're dying, right? Oh, yeah. Like that box is going to blow you off of that fucking ladder into the, your next fucking life. Oh, yeah. So 
Yeah, we had a really uh, big uh, call out on the, on that one. They're like, if you need the shit fucked with in that thing, we're calling someone. You're not doing it by yourself. Yeah, nothing it was be, worse than being tased. Nothing to be trifled with. Worse than being tased. Yeah. It was... And I need that video again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was a lot worse than being tased. Mostly because I fell, I think. I think that's what what really put me over the edge, like falling off. Yeah, that's ladder. a big fall. Yeah, and See, being Luke, tense. I don't do ladders. Too big. I don't do electric. I don't do ladders. Do you do anything? Yep. No. He. No, sir. He does. That's fair. Convince people that you need to pay increase because of the eight percent inflation. <laughs> exactly. He said, "Not exactly. for my performance, just the inflation. I'm not asking for anything Oops, over, yeah. <laughs> over what the the national uh, inflation rate is. Because I understand I'm not worth that. I'm just I just want to make sure that I can support my family with four dollar gas prices. Too expensive for me. And just and it was expensive for Dwayne. And then we start back because it was expensive for Dwayne Haskins, too. And that's why he ran out of gas. What a great loop. We're all the way back at the beginning. What a great <laughs> show. That's good. Yeah, we should probably end it. We're probably over our two-hour mark with the beginning bit there before our pause. Can't wait to edit that. It's going to be funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's so funny. That's this really funny. Jake. A- good time jake thanks so much for for joining us always welcoming welcoming me back to the inner well next time josh doesn't show up tyler you call me and i'll come hang out he's the new jay in our in our show jay this was this was my interview this is like me training to replace you (laughs) i say you pass listen i say i fail because well it's 135 a.m currently and uh the boy's ready for bed 139 I am far behind you, bro. I feel it. Listen, I'm not making it to bed. There's a couch right behind me, and I'm rolling. Mm-hmm. Right <laughs> I'm <this>. rolling. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, it was great. We all good? Anything else? Make sure you check out Josh's store. Oh, yeah. Treasures Galore mm-hmm. out in the mall. Yeah. Call me on Facebook. Do you still want graphic design work done on that? No, Daddy. I already got it. You want to take a look? Yeah, sure. Send all it. Right. Jake, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Make sure you go onto all your music apps or wherever you listen to podcasts and follow this horrible show that we put together for you tonight. What a what a lovely guy you are, man! And plugging he... our own show. What's that? <laughs> yeah. And he's over here selling us. How great! Listen, listen. You want to you want to talk about the great selling? I want to talk about Josh offering me a job earlier today. You still remember that? Kinda. <laughs> yeah, boy. Let's <laughs> let's get it. You can come work for me. I'm down. Um down. <laughs> uh, Just all remember, right. forty-two phone calls a day. That's all I need. You passed the first interview. Listen, that means I'll see you off for round two. Tyler, for round two, can we both promise to wear our grippy socks? I love it. Yes. They're pretty some. great. Just they give good traction, feel. man. Just yeah. to feel included. This is just for my personal knowledge, but uh, did you go to the Grippy Sock uh, place here in town? Uh, I have been there once. Yeah, it yeah. was it was interesting. It was. I got sent to a full blown mental hospital in Lima 
where I was in there with people like rain dancing and like <laughs> I met dude, some pagans. It was pretty cool. Dude, dude, I, <laughs> wait, didn't you meet your mom at the one? Oh my, yeah, yeah. My prison mom. She prison had, mom. Yeah. She had, like, oh, face tattoo. She was one of the pagans. She was really nice. Oh man, I'll never forget. <laughs> it was, Paige, yeah. Paige it was an to, experience. Paige came to visit me in the psych ward. Isn't and, that fun? Uh, no because we were mid visitation and this woman just started standing up and she like shattered her lunch tray and made like a shiv and like started dancing and like talking to god and like security runs down and like make grabs page and like all the visitors and makes them all leave and then they shot this girl with the biggest taser <laughs> i ever seen in my entire life that is Dude, awesome i heard it hit her like a beam background and then you just hear the thud of her hitting the ground and i'm like all right i'm getting in my cot for the night i'll see y'all tomorrow <laughs> put my socks right back on. <laughs> i'm like man y'all done kicked my wife out i'm going to bed bro i'm over it <laughs> that's crazy Oh man! We should we should definitely do a psych ward episode. Josh, you're gonna have to do a visit. Oh, I've already visited. Yeah, you should. Oh wait, re- I've never been a patient. Man, that is there, so yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I entered the premises. Yes. <laughs> no, no, you you have to go as a patient one day. Just walk in the hospital and say, "Hey, man, hey, I'm really depressed. I'm really pink slips in a couple days off. <laughs> <laughs> a couple days off. So, Tyler, how'd you end up there? Oh, that's a Story for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, that long, huh? Yeah. It's oh, a yeah. Long. Mine is I literally walked in and said, I'm going to hurt you if you don't admit me. I got handcuffed to a chair within 30 seconds. <laughs> he said, mm, he's a big guy. We better, we better put him in some handcuffs. Get the socks. Extra large socks over here. <laughs> he says extra socks. Let's give him extra socks. <laughs> Dude, because I was so confused when they took my socks because I'm like, what the fuck am I, like, not allowed to have my socks for? And then the lady was like, because well, you can't wear can, like, shoes. No, like, apparently, like, people, like, take, like, regular socks and, like, weave it together and they can make, like, a rope to hang themselves with. Cotton socks, yeah. So, like, I'm you know, not thinking about that. Life finds a way. It has multiple meanings. <laughs> <laughs> This is a hell of a way to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Uh, uh, Todd, do your outro. Um, I don't know. What well, I don't what bye. Bye. See you next time. Yeah. Good night. Thanks yeah. for listening. <laughs>